it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Toby, is it time for Plug Away? Well, you see, why do I always have to do the plug? Because I do everything else. <laughs> so you might as well do <laughs> And I can't plug. even do the plug well. <laughs> uh, so you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter, uh, Gmail... So Facebook is uh, Super Rugby Podcast. Uh, I'm having some problems with that. I can't seem to... It just but a few technical difficulties, I think, on my behalf. Uh, the Super Rugby Pod on Instagram. Uh, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. If you haven't turned off already from the podcast, that's <laughs> just look in the description below and you'll be able to see... Uh, every way, shape, and form, oh. how to get hold of us. So but we what? do really no, appreciate. We do really appreciate when people email in just to say thanks. Yeah, yeah, we had one today that you finally forwarded on. <laughs> Did it come out in July or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you for all your emails this week. We've got a, quite a few good listeners' questions, but we just had a few nice emails as well, just to say thanks for all the hard work, which is always nice. But first up, Tobes is breaking news. We've got a lot of it today now, don't we? We've got we? a lot of breaking news. There's a, been a lot going on in the rugby calendar. Yeah. First one up was the standard of the green and golds match, which is like the north versus south in Australia. In, a, in South Africa. In South Africa, sorry. Fell well short <laughs> of the expectations of the supporters. Well short. Well it, short. It didn't even get on the bloody diagram. It was that far short. But let's just think about this. Was it ever? Was it ever really going to work? No. No. The I mean, players hadn't played. Uh, they weren't match fit. It looked slow. It was a recipe for an average game, and that's exactly what it was. What I just don't understand is, is they've had longer to plan this. They've had all the time to get it to a point where 
you know, they've seen Super Rugby NZ or Aotearoa. They've yeah. seen Super Rugby AU. Yeah. They've seen how well those have done, but they also saw how, how scr- scratchy they both were to start with. But also they've seen, you know, they've seen the players in Europe as well start playing again. Yeah. It took time to, yeah. to get into it. So why on earth would you play a South African trial as almost your first match of the season? It well, just seems a bit... was, wasn't it? Yeah, they they had um, the, the matches the week before, didn't they? Well, they're now getting into the Super Rugby SA. Yes. Or Unlocked. Super Rugby Unlocked, they've called it. Have they really? Yes. That's so village. It was. It fell well short, but I don't think anyone was expecting anything different. I just think that if they had, if they could turn back the clock, really they should have played this game maybe halfway through their Super Rugby slash um, Curry Cup competition. At that point, you could have paused for a week, played your trial match when you've seen players playing for their for their local... Well, could you have done it like the Kiwis did and played at the very end? Because you I know, just think as... it's probably too close to when they're going to then go and play the Rugby Championship. So yeah, you they... could say that about the last match of the Curry Cup. Yeah, but not... Or Super but, Rugby Unlocked. Yeah, but, but not all players will... You know, it's, it's a different... It's a different intensity. And also, they've got to select the Springboks from that. So if they played it after six rounds... At least at that point, they're then going to select the spring box. Whereas they leave it to the last match, they wouldn't have had enough time to really build that squad together. Would be my guess. Yeah, but then halfway through, halfway through, you're you can't. No, you're, you're you can't. It's not ideal. No, but, but it's a heck of a lot more ideal than the first game. The first game, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, sort of next one up, mate. Was a I was pretty surprised. Normally. Players don't sort of comment that no, they much. Don't. They're sort of programmed not to say too much. But Peter Steph, one of my players, actually. One of your players that you stole two. from me last <laughs> week. Excellent. Uh, so he's come out and said um, that the, the England tactics made him think that South Africa would win the World Cup within the first 10 minutes. He's, he's alluding to the fact that early doors in that World Cup final... England tried to run it out from their own goal line. Yeah. He saw that, and I think the, the the other South Africans saw that as a bit of arrogance, that they could just... Throw it willy-nilly. Throw it willy-nilly. I think the English thought they were going to win it. I think you have to think you're going to win it, don't you? When was the last game you went into thinking, oh, we're going to lose this one. Oh, my God, we won. No. <laughs> Every time I play... <laughs> No, but you know what I mean. You got to you got to expect to win. Don't I mean don't, not expect to win. Yeah, but I don't think they gave gave South Africa enough respect. Yeah, I I I mean, you've only got to be off your game a little bit and they were blatantly off their game a little bit after little beating bit. beating New Zealand. I don't think that, you know, you, you talk about there were parts in that match where if England straight after half time, off the kick off, they almost score, they score at that point. It changes the game. Changes the game completely. And they just didn't score. And then South Africa go on to, to score two tries. Do you know what? I've I totally forgot the score in that final. The, South Africa thrashed them. They didn't thrash them though, did they? But on the score. I line, know, they but did. there was late. I mean they I scored. I don't think I even watched the final. I was they that scored. disinterested. <laughs> they scored very, very late on. Yeah. So therefore it made it look like a bit more of a hiding than it really, really was. But it was interesting because 
you know, he's gone on to say that they were a bit arrogant. Yeah. Um, that they didn't really plan well enough for the South Africans. But I, I go back to it and say, who was going to beat the South Africans on that day? They played excellent rugby. It's not that England didn't play well, and I don't think they did play well. No. I think South Africa were going to be very, very tough to beat because they really showed up and they really wanted it. And I was and, so happy that they did. Yeah, and everything <laughs> went their way. Yes. And I don't mean that they didn't deserve it. What no. I mean is that they they weren't unlucky at all. And you make your own luck, I get that. But, you know, everything kind of fell into place for them perfectly, which was maybe down to great planning, great coaching, great players, but it just seemed to happen Maybe for a them. mixture of the above. Yeah, a mixture of the above. Next story, though. The Pacifica team is not happy that New Zealand, well, New Zealand Super Rugby have said, oh, you have to wait another year. We're not going to have you in the competition next year. It's poor. We are going to get to the New Zealand uh, Rugby Union yes. a little bit later, but this is just typical of this is just typical of what happens, which is they they promise something, mm-hmm. and then they go, oh no no we'll, we'll do it a bit later on. But the thing is, is that they're going to say no now, and then come next year, they won't be keen. They would have found something else. And that that is probably what will happen. Yeah, which and, is ridiculous. You know, they're all for, and I think it may be because the Pacificas were going to say, maybe we'll go and play in the Australian competition, and maybe New Zealand's gone, oh, no, 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 come come play here. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, no, now we don't want you. No. And it does seem like I'm not quite sure whether or not the NZRFU actually know what they're doing. They've got a lot of, I think it was highlighted right at the bottom, it said the NZ. Uh, NZR has got lots of balls in the air and they're not getting a great deal right at the moment. And they're not, are they? No. They apparently agreed to... Well, yeah, the Christmas deal. Yeah. There's this now. There's the whole South African... Yeah, like we don't need your South Africa. No. But now that you've gone, oh, that that didn't work very well, did it? Double bluff. So I do agree. I think that that Pacifica team needs to happen in reality, needs to happen now. ASAP. But it won't happen. No. It won't happen. They'll be back to five. They're missing the boat. And and the worst thing here is uh, is that... Is that because the Kiwis are a bit snotty about the rugby? They don't want outsiders to come in now on their competition. They they actually do want outsiders to come in. But what yeah, they're but clearly, saying is this is not an outsider. <clears throat> the Pacifica team could pull players from the franchises that are currently playing and put them into a different team, and they see that. Which is good competition, surely. It is a good competition, but I think they feel like it might dilute the competition. Because basically, rather than getting players from overseas, from Samoa and Fiji and all this type of thing... They'll just pick from the Kiwis. They'll just pick from the players that are currently in New Zealand. But like our teams. Yes, very much so. Your team. I've got got some overseas players. (laughs) (laughs) But it's very true. They're worried about the quality of New Zealand rugby yeah. over the quality of rugby. And what is New Zealand? Oh, we've got to think about world rugby. We've got to think about world... No, you're just thinking about yourself yeah. again. Yeah. You're as bad as England. They've shown their true colours and it has been... It's poor. It's been poor. Especially from outsiders like us looking in. That's right. I wonder what it's like from as Kiwis. I don't think the Kiwi players are very happy at all. 
In fact, I know that the Kiwi players aren't happy. Oh, and they've said, how do you know that? Interviews with them, you know, they you're going over the world. Okay, <laughs> this is demo. <laughs> oh God! But on a serious note, well, I've heard interviews with them. Very often, they say nothing. Yeah, but actually, there's a few piping up saying they're not happy that basically the specific team was thrown down. Then now they're not happy that it's been taken away. They're not happy that they're not going to play the South African players. And potentially, if they lost that South African test matches for the rugby championship, that might be the last nail in the coffin, and a lot of them would just go overseas. Because if you're a Bryn Hall now, what yeah. is keeping you in New Zealand? It's not the money. No. It's the quality of the rugby. Yeah. If the quality of the and rugby he ha- he goes hasn't down... Made the, well, to be fair, he could go anyway. He hasn't made the All Blacks. No. But the week-to-week quality of rugby is higher in New Zealand in that super rugby competition than it is in Europe. But if South Africa go and Australia have five teams and it's New Zealand v Australia, the quality will go down, you know, undoubtedly. Therefore, why would you stay? Talk about staying or going. What about what's happening at Sail Sharks, mate? COVID, mate. (laughs) COVID has stormed on and far out. So what, I I think I heard today that it was 19 people within the sales franchise. Yes, 16 players and three members of three staff. Three members of staff have tested positive. Also, Piers Francis, yes, who plays, I think, for the Northampton Saints, yeah, and they played the Sale Sharks a few weeks ago, has tested positive and he's been pulled out from the England squad. That's pretty massive, isn't it? That's Especially when you're getting paid 30 grand a game to play yeah. for England. Yeah. Imagine if you missed a few games. You, you could, just, you could buy a house with that but, sort of stuff. But seriously, we, we're talking about now, you know, that player's not going to get paid potentially yeah. 30, 60, 90,000 pounds. Yeah. That's a lot he's of been money. pulled yeah. out of the, of the squad. That's 90 grand in three weeks. And then you don't, might not get another chance. Someone might come in, exactly. play better than you, yeah. and then you're in the, the realm of you're in trouble. See you later, COVID. Cheers, Boris. But so 16 players, three yes. members of staff. Yeah. How did it all happen? Apparently they're saying that there was a little, little, little party. Oh, a little shindig. Little s- s- Do you know what people, I mean, what makes me laugh is how did it happen? Well, one person got it. Yeah. And they all went into a scrum. <laughs> and they went into a ride. training. And they went into the mall. Easy peasy, eh? That's, how, know, that's it, how it happens. If th- th- This is where the unfortunate thing for rugby is. If someone gets it, it's going to be very easily passed Spreads on. Spreads like wildfire, yeah. eh? But Steve Diamond, uh, um, the big controversy here is that they have postponed their match. They have. Rather than So when are they going to play it? So they're supposed to play it tomorrow. Yes, they are, aren't they? But I don't think their opposition are that keen. <laughs> Would you be that keen? Especially yeah. if you could make the England side and you think, oh, if I get COVID, I might, I might be out of the England out squad. Pocket. But surely... The players who have tested positive cannot play because it would go against government guidelines. Now they had, I think it is government guidelines state that if you're a pl- if you get tested positive, seven days stand down, and seven you days. can play again. It might be ten days. That would mean that they they can't play. Yeah. yeah. He did say that he could put out a full squad, and they need to win. To make it yeah, into the do. top four, they do. So if we scroll further down on our little uh, piece of piece of uh, equipment here, 
we can actually have a look where they are. So Sail Shark got a game in hand, and they're three points behind. So they need a bonus point win. Yeah, I think they might get through oh, on points they difference. They will. So they need to win. They and as long win. as they win, they'll be okay. Ooh. Also, Tuilangi <clears throat> out for six for months. Six months. So yeah. he's not available for my team next year. No, <laughs> no. He'll be fine for next year. He'll be fine for next year. Just get him in there. He's fine. Put I'm going to rehab hyperbaric uh, chamber, and he'll be fine, mate. Your team's <laughs> going to be Villa J. I wonder if the bloke who's going to play it for us is going to take that into consideration. No, because he not. can't play. Of he, no, he can't play. He's injured. Doesn't matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter. This is the virtual world. This I'm is talking like... about real life here. <laughs> he, I hope Luke's not going to take it into account because this is like <laughs> he starting. He next... should. Oh, well, let's just wait six months. Should we wait we? for a poll? Do you <laughs> want to put it on wait? the Twitter? No, let's wait for put six months. Put it on the Twitter. Because that's when the competition's really going to start. In six months' time, when he's fit, we'll play the, we'll play the computer game. No, I want game, a pre-season game right now. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about village teams. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Rob what? Carney yeah. has signed for the Western Force. Yes. For one, one year deal. Year. I think that's very, very brave of him. I mean... Is he good enough to be in the island squad out and out now? Or is he, you know, getting of that age where he's, he's just a little bit too old, not necessarily starting anymore, might come off the bench, so he's gone to the Western Force for a little bit of money, and then from there... I think he might go on to Japan. Yeah, you wouldn't go to the Western Force for money, but in saying that their owner is very wealthy, so yeah. maybe he will pay him more. I think I think he's a very, very... He is the best positional fullback in world rugby, I think. There's Ooh. very rarely... You've picked him, haven't you? Do you... You've picked him, haven't you? <laughs> he's very rarely... Does anyone chip over the top or kick over the top and he's not there to catch it? Yeah. He's very, very good in that era. He's not as agile, as quick, as strong as he used to be as an attacking fullback. But I never really saw him as that much of an attacking weapon. But he's very, very solid at the back. And he communicates communicates incredibly well with his back line. So organiser. So good organiser. But They'll be happy to have him. His experience will be, but it'd be interesting to see how he plays at Super Rugby level when they're flinging it around, and he maybe is going to be expected to run it a little bit more than he has done in the past. But is it a good buy? I'm for not the Western Force. It's a good buy, but is it good for him? Do we'll, you think he's? We'll gonna... see. We'll see because it, you know he's international player. International yeah. player. He, yeah. Is he going to make a big, huge difference? No. No. He might make more of a difference off the pitch to the, for the As younger team, guys coming on the pitch. Guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about guys, let's talk about the bad boys this of world rugby at Sam the moment. Burgess. Apparently drugs, apparently um, abuse of right. wife. Uh, right, okay. This is what the reports are saying. He's right. saying it's a load of rubbish, but he has stepped down from his coaching role. Where was he cut? New South Wales? No, no, That's he was coaching at the Rabbitohs, mate. So the rugby league team he used to play yeah. for. Is he head coach? No. Surely. No, Surely no, no. Not. he's not head coach, mate. No. Um, so he was coaching the Rabbitohs in RL side. And the club have said if he's obviously convicted, then they don't want anything to do with him. If he isn't. But if he isn't, 
and that's fair, isn't it? Welcome back. You'd Welcome think so. back. There has been a few reports said that the Rabbitohs have potentially hidden or covered up for him. Right. So that could be something else that's quite interesting moving forward. But when I look at him, I don't think of a wife beater. Well, he's not wearing the right clothing for that, is he? No. <laughs> also, how <laughs> how bad was he in the 2015 World Cup? Oh, we've gone over this ground, haven't we? But that was a bad selection. <laughs> yeah. he's not. A, he's not a twelve, is he? Uh, he was not a twelve. He but, was a guy that came in. Yeah. For a year, we all know it takes a lot longer than a year. You know, Robinson, Thorne, in their yeah. first year of playing rugby, were not nearly as potent as they were in their fourth and fifth years. i tell you who was, though. First, you gone? And he's in my team. Go on. Lamarpe. Uh, yeah, that's a good shout. That mm. is a good shout. But they all did play rugby. Lamarpe played rugby at school. Yes. Then moved to yeah. league. Still? So he'd play rugby. My point, point is he'd play. He didn't need nah. to learn all the rules, did he? Yeah, there's not that many rules. Burgess. Just catch and run. First ruck. Ran back five metres, mate. Because he, he thought he had to get back. <laughs> Scrum half went flying through. There's a lot to learn. Yeah. A lot to learn. So I, I'm not sure. Let's hope he hasn't done all these things. But if he has, it's not pretty picture. No, for yeah. Him, for sure. It's not good for him. And not good for rugby, really, either. But, hey, Bernard Lepore, French, right, head of the French Rugby Union. Yeah. He's just been re-elected <laughs> after being released from prison. That's so French, isn't it? Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> It's so no, he's done nothing wrong. He's out of prison. Now he's fine. Yeah. So um, you would never, never believe it. But yeah. So he's just come out. He's just come out of being locked up with the police for sort of fudging some uh, some deals and whatnot with a, a, a big advertiser, and uh, he's been reelected as the head of French rugby. You couldn't write it, mate. No, you, you couldn't, couldn't. But I tell you what, it. French rugby is in a pretty strong position right now. Why do you say so? Young team. To be fair, in uh, the Six Nations, they're looking really good, or they were before everything sort of kicked off. Um, I like them as a team. You know, like I said, young players coming through. They'll be getting older now. They've started playing rugby again. Rugby World Cup 2023. They'd be one to watch there. You know, on home turf, in a few years, those youngsters will be more mature. They'll have more international games under their belt. Yeah, you, you are you are highlighting a lot. Of, you're making a lot of good points. I go back to, are but, you, are you about, drinking some intelligence you're juice? You're about to like, no, you know. Sean Edwards, I think, I don't know whether or not Sean Edwards has made a difference. But, you know, in the Six Nations, they definitely looked more of a, Together group and they looked defense. like they actually wanted to play for each other, not just for themselves. Because you know, the last few years, the French, they almost seem a bit selfish individually, and they don't work for each other. But now, I don't know what it is. Again, it might be the coach, might be you know, the the management team, but they seem to actually want to play for each other. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't. I can't I, again, I'm like, this is this is a terrible podcast because I kind of disagree with you. You're absolutely right. I think that you know. Let's be honest. Attacking wise, they've always had it in them, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Defensively, 
they've always been a bit like laissez fear, right? And all of a sudden, God, they look fl- like I didn't know you were fluent in French. <laughs> they look like they've actually, you know, had some thought about their defensive yeah. patterns, and they're sticking together and playing together as a team. So, yeah, I mean, they definitely are. Michelac has made a huge difference. No, not Michelac. Who's the fly off? Who's the fly off? The young fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Father, so, so father played for France. Yeah, yeah. Good chat, mate. Yeah, I, I can't remember. His name. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> not a Michelin, I'll have but, a look. but uh, I'll yeah. Have a look. So he is, he has, um, you know, reignited their their flair at ten, and they have they've had, always struggled a little bit with ten over the um, over the past few years. Yeah, he's a young fella too, isn't he? Yeah. The next story, and while you just look that one up. The next story is the NZRFU. So they have just been absolute idiots, in my opinion. So their first Intermac, Intermac, yeah, Intermac quality Roman, Roman Intermac. So first of all, they've played hardball with the Aussies and lost. They said we want two teams from Australia, and they've lost. So they look like idiots there. Okay, they've been played hardball with South Africa. And they've said, we don't want you in the, in the Super Rugby competition. So the Africa have gone, well, we'll play Pro 16. Yeah. Play 14, two more teams, Pro 16. They're lost. So now they're little idiots. And then we want to host the Rugby Championship. No, you're not going to do that. That's in Australia. So they look like idiots. And then the last bit is when they turn around and they say that they did not agree yeah. with the dates that were set out. And they blatantly did agree. And they've gone back on the word because they obviously realise that that's going to be mean their players miss out on Christmas Day with their families because they hadn't done their job properly. They've really shot themselves in the foot and then they've shot themselves in the other foot and then shot themselves in the knees. Yeah, and then they've gone Pacifica. Well, you guys are in. No, you're out. You guys just shake it all about. <laughs> I tell you what, you've thought about that for a while. Eh? You have thought about that for a long time. It, Again, as an outsider looking in, it doesn't look good for New Zealand rugby to have all of this press. Normally, New Zealand rugby has the press because the the players are putting playing it, bloody it well. Pitch, yes. yes, you know, you never really hear about any of this. But obviously, we've done such a sh- or they've done such a shocking job that it's all come out now. I might have to use some sound effects, but they have done an absolutely. <laughs> job <laughs> and they need to look themselves in the mirror because when they look at them in the mirror they're going to think I'm ugly <laughs> <laughs> and they're not getting a lot correct in the moment oh, village I don't like it but yeah they, they are, they are in being, I think it's actually one of the very very few times that I've been embarrassed yeah about New Zealand rugby is this not good and they had everything and we thought actually that COVID might save New Zealand rugby because the fact that it might make South Africa players a group, Australia players a group, New Zealand players a group come together for the finals. And what have New Zealand done? They've taken away some of the best teams in world rugby and they've pushed them over to the to the north. The only hope is that South Africa still want to play us in the rugby championship. Because if they go and play Six Nations, which I don't think they will, then we have no bargaining chip. So what we really want now is we really want as a selfish Kiwi yeah. for them not to be able to get into the Six Nations 
and for them to come back and say, well, we still want to play in the rugby championship. And then we still have that potential in future if things don't go right in the Pro 14, which I'm not sure they will, that there might be a relationship salvageable in the future. Imagine if they did get into the Six Nations. Who would go? Italy. Italy would go, yeah. Oh, it's harsh on Italy, though, eh? But who... Harsh. Do you think... do you think that uh, England are going to want South Africa in the Six Nations? No. Why not, Tobes? Oh, because then England will look bad. Well, yeah, because they might get beaten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, at the moment, England and France, Ireland yeah. and Wales. Wales are always traditionally pretty good. Yeah. But you would probably say... You can throw a blanket over them a lot of the time, can't you? If you chucked in South Africa to that, you'd probably say that you'd need a very strong one of those teams to really challenge them year in, year out. Yeah. So more often than not, they would probably either win the competition or... They'd go close to they'd it. they go close to winning it most years. And I don't think that England want that. No. Or Ireland. Especially no. not Ireland or Wales. They don't need another tough game, do no, they? No, that's right. Mate, we are going to spend a little bit of time, and it is only going to be a little bit of time, reviewing the Green and Golds okay. match. Because it, there wasn't a lot to review. Yeah, no, it was a fantastic game. Lots of mistakes. <laughs> lots of yeah, kicks at goal. It I'm was 6-3 at half time. You can't... You, there will be lots of mistakes. They're not going to play that well. You, you, We've got to accept that. And again, for us, it's a hard game to review because, because of it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect <clears> them to... I, didn't I expect turned them. it on and I saw that it was 6-3... And I was like, oh, gosh. And actually, you <laughs> it know, do you know what? It was a, you know, sometimes it can be 6-3 <clears throat> and you can and you can still, it can still have been a good match with yeah. lots of opportunities. But it really wasn't. 6-3 actually summed up the first half. Yeah. And in the second half, they had, what, a disallowed try, a pushover try, and I don't know how the last one was scored. But, you know, out of the, the three tries that are scored... A disallowed try. That means that... No, sorry, a, a, pen, a penalty try. try. <laughs> a penalty try, yeah. Which was a definite penalty try as well, may I add. Well, the, the, I think the the um, the 10 was holding him back. Right. And he would have scored. But even so, it wasn't exactly entertaining. Lots of mistakes, lots of penalties, which we always knew there would be. Just not a great advert for South African rugby. In saying that... What was quite refreshing was that the players on the pitch are a reflection of South Africa. Yeah. There was players of all different nationality, well, not nationality, they're all South African. Ethnicity. <laughs> yes. Mm. And that was nice to see. And it just shows that the quota system is working. Yeah. Don't think they're going to have a problem with depth. No. <laughs> don't think they're going to have a problem with depth. There's so many. I, mean, I don't reckon South Africa has had that much of a problem with depth. In the past, no. Do you know what they also don't have a problem with? What? Finding massive, <laughs> massive, massive <humans>. players. <laughs> Some of their, like, you know, most of the time, like, okay, the Samoan, Fijian, uh, Tongan contingent in New Zealand, yeah, they're all bigger than the... Puck. Normal white pakiha, the right? Pakiha. Okay. <laughs> Not so in South Africa. <laughs> it's like they breed them big they there. They breed right? them big over yeah. there. There's a massive unit. <laughs> I was watching the game and some massive unit, you know, took a short ball, and I'm thinking, blimey, 
if he looks big against the South African yeah. teams, then how big is he going to look against Australia? <laughs> They're going to be absolutely monsters, aren't they? I mean, the second half was better and more opportunities, but um, it still wasn't a great game. But as we've already reiterated, it was never going to be a great game. If it was, we would have been pretty surprised. Yeah. In fact, if we think about the New Zealand competition and the Australian competition, it was probably the first two weeks it took for everything to settle down. I agree, yeah. So we'll see how it progresses. Other matches of note were from the Rugby Premiership was, as we as we thought, Wasps would beat Exeter because they put out a week inside. Yeah. But to beat them by 46-5 was pretty interesting. Bristol to beat London Irish 36-7. And the game that I was surprised about was the Bath-Saracens game where Bath got off to an absolute, Stormer of a start and then stopped playing and it was a 17-all draw. And if Bath had have won that, they yeah. would have guaranteed themselves into the top four. So now they've got to wait to see if the sale game goes ahead. And uh, the only other one from the premiership that was interesting was the Harlequins game. They played Leicester, uh, 26 points, Leicester to 32. And... Um, their long-serving captain, 300 games, Rob Shaw. Three, finished four Harlequins on his 300th game with a wow. win. Big Not a bad way to send, send him off. And it was really reasonably close as well. Yeah. I mean, Leicester have been... They haven't been great. They've been terrible, terrible this year. But I tell you what, they're not bottom of the pile, are they? Mate, the, do, you, do you know what? If Saracens didn't get their additional... Um, penalty on points they they would have beaten them really <laughs> yeah. that's, that's just how bad they have been this year but i mean you know it's going to be much easier for them to bounce back going into next season than it will be for some of the teams because they've they've gone through their squad they've used their squad up they haven't really put out their best team yeah so those players are going to be pretty well rested whereas a lot of other teams with a very short turnaround, may have injury problems and whatnot. So it'll be interesting to see. What about in the Mitre 10 Cup, mate? Mitre 10 Cup was a couple of close games, actually. Uh, counties beat uh, Manawa 2. Probably could have picked that. Um, this one, Northland beating Taranaki 35-25. That's their second loss. They mate. lost to Southland, then they went to the bloody top of the North Island and lost again. Mate, the big game for me was Canterbury beating Wellington. Why is that a big game? Because they're my team. <laughs> Wellington. 31 points to 26. Uh, Wellington's not my team. Well. Poverty what, Bay. What, what, is, what is your team? Poverty what, what Bay. Isn't, what isn't your Poverty team? Poverty Bay, man. Far out. Listen. Uh, North Harbour thrashing Tasman, which was a surprise. Yes. 40 points to 24. Or oh, close nah, game that's got to be wrong, doesn't it? That's got to be wrong. That's got to be wrong. Tasman wouldn't have get wouldn't have got beaten by North Harbour. Well, have a look. Yeah, I know it does say that, but like <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, it was around the wrong way as well. So Southland losing to Waikato, uh, nine points to ten, and the Ramfield Shield goes off to the Hawks Bay. Yeah, what? Ramfield yeah. Shield, mate, off to Hawks Bay, twenty-eight nine. God, swapping hands. Uh, yeah, isn't I it? don't know. Whether There's a lot that. of coat. Yeah, going to clean it. COVID. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-backs going around. <laughs> 
But I'm not sure whether or not it's good for the Ranfilly Shield that no nah. one likes it enough to keep it. <laughs> it's been I'll just tainted. Keep it, I'll keep it for a few days and it's then we'll tainted. hand it off to someone else. But it is time, Tobes, for the listeners' questions. That's my favourite part of the week. Right, mate, first one. Uh, I'm guessing this is from the Twitter. This is from the Twitter, yeah. yeah. Um, since Jonah Lomu, <coughs> since Jonah Lomu Rugby... So there should be a comma there. Since John Lomu, rugby has not really had a global superstar, with the closest thing probably being Daniel Carter. Do you feel that rugby is now crying out for a global superstar? Okay, so global... Do we, do we, firstly, do we think Daniel Carter was... No. Who do you think? No, I, I, I can only think of Jonah. Jonah. I can't think of anyone else. But okay. even Jonah was was purely on performance. Yes, not on personality. Not that I, not that he wasn't a good guy, but he wasn't. He was quite a shy guy, wasn't he? Yes. So when I think of global superstar, I can only truly think of Tiger Woods. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. So there's quite a few footballers yeah. in there, but the biggest one being Michael Jordan. Yes, of course. Yeah. So. What about NFL? There's no one really. I mean, I know. But NFL has really only played in America, a little bit in the UK, yes. maybe some in Canada, but not really anywhere else. No. I mean, they're very well known. Yeah. But I wouldn't say they're global. Yeah, I agree. Superstars. Just does The problem with rugby is this it's quite a humble sport. And the ethos is not to say what you think. But to say what the team, you know, it's a team game. I think it's really difficult in team games to have global superstars. So, yes, you'd say basketball is a team game, but basketball is a shooter. In in football, you could have a striker scoring all the goals. Yes. And and basketball is a bit like cricket, you know, it's a team, it's an individual game played as a team often. But rugby is a it's a team sport. Team sport. So you are wholly relying on yeah. how everyone else does. So Dan Carter, for example, was a was an amazing player. Yes. Everyone knew him globally, but was he that superstar? 2005 Lions Tour. Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? He was absolutely <laughs> amazing. But yeah, so I think it's really, really difficult. So you've got to allow these players to express themselves. Yes. And I can't think of a player who has expressed themselves that's been wholeheartedly liked by the media and whatnot. Okay, so 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 we're not agreeing with him. So we don't think Daniel Carter, but do you think the world needs... Yeah, we do, but I just can't see rugby producing someone no. like that because they'll get shot down. So someone like Danny Cipriani, who speaks his mind, does what he wants. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. he doesn't suit rugby because he just gets... Knocked off his perch. It's slated, yeah. He gets slated by his teammates. He gets slated by the coaching staff. You the know, media. rugby's not a great sport that builds players up and then doesn't knock them down. Yeah. People say that's the media, but actually, you look at someone like Danny Cipriani, Eddie Jones won't have pick him. Steady Eddie. So why won't he pick him? Because he he often brings bad media, bad media, and does what he wants to do. 
Whereas you go like a Dennis Robin in basketball, he can still do what he wants yeah. to and gets away with it and plays. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. But it's interesting. Tiger Woods you know, did what he wanted to do, said what he wanted to say, wasn't a team guy, you know. Golf's not a team sport. No, but he was awesome. Yeah. And he was a global superstar. Yeah. I just don't think, you know, unless you have someone like Joan Loma, who literally is a freak of nature. Yeah. I can't see it happening again. But that was also the 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 time as well, wasn't it? You know, rugby hadn't really been professional. And there was this massive guy going against the grain of a yeah, huge, yeah. you know, six foot four or whatever he was, 110, 120 kg guy. Who could run the 100, the who could run the 100 quicker than most 11, wingers, yeah. yeah. And it, he was a freak of nature. Maybe not a, glo- a global superstar, but he was a freak no, he, of nature. He really was a global superstar. Yeah, no, but like he was a bit of a freak, wasn't yes. he? And, and, and that's what I think. Because rugby hadn't seen it before because he was and we haven't so seen it, big. And we haven't seen it since, have we? There, there's been players who have been as big as him, yes, but not as quick as him. There's been players who have been as quick as him, but not, but as, not big. as big as him. He's the first, and, and he was agile. And he, I don't uh, think he, he was pretty agile. Uh, he did hold New Zealand 200 meter schoolboy record. Yeah. That's how quick he really yeah, was. Yeah, but speed doesn't necessarily bring agility. No, yeah, okay, straight. Yeah, he was pretty agile for a big lad. <laughs> he, he was good at he defense. He had a step on him. Not. He had a step on him. Yeah, but not. he wasn't good defensively. No, he wasn't that bad, though. <laughs> 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 I've seen some massive hits from Jonah, and I've seen some massive misses from Jonah as well. But, uh, yeah, unless we get another Jonah Lomi, which is literally a freak of nature... Then rugby, I can't see them having it's a global. Not happen. No. And going back to that, you know, a quarterback and he's so, so important. Yeah. That you can build a team around a quarterback. Yes. In basketball, one player can make such a difference. Yeah. In cricket, one batsman or one bowler can make a huge difference. But in rugby, you can't win a game with just one player. No, I agree. You look at Michael Jordan; he literally played almost every minute of every game. Yeah. Because that's how influential he was. Just doesn't happen in rugby, but we do need we do need a global superstar, definitely. Yes. But I just <laughs> so, so yes to that question. <laughs> you read the next one. No, mate. no, it's all yours. Well, I read the first one. All right, this is Brian from a small village north of Chicago. Doesn't that just sound so interesting? Yeah, I want to see yeah. it. Uh, I began watching rugby in 2019. Very new. And my first match was the All Blacks versus Namibia. The one where Perinara try in the corner. You know, that try. <laughs> oh, it was an unbelievable try. Eh? Now, that was ag- agility right there. Um, <laughs> as a new watcher, I was in love. But then I saw the game of Rugby Sevens and was blown away by the speed of and scoring. During COVID, I hear the storylines or, or news about the new HSB schedule or a tour. Only Japan in 2021 and Seven's been there. What is your guys' take on the future with the news from the UK about uh, the union's peril due to no fans? Can Seven survive as well? Thanks for the laughs. Can't wait to see Ma Pimpe. 
back on TV. That's from Brian. He's on my team. Marv Timpy is on your team, isn't he? Listen, the Sevens doesn't bring in enough money. No. So I therefore, agree. not enough money in has to go. It'll it'll be sidelined. Sevens is a great vehicle to get people interested in rugby. And with COVID... So you think it's like a curtain raiser to rugby almost? A, it, a, a step? Yeah. It, it You know, you think of the teams that do well in sevens. Yes. You got teams like Canada. Yeah. You got teams uh, like America. And they do generally do really well. Zimbabwe yeah. did really well for a while. So you got African teams doing well. Yeah. You know, in the in Kenya. the in the Olympics, Japan beat New Zealand. Yes. So Fiji do very well. Fiji do very well. So you you've got a different different teams doing well, competing, yeah. which is great for world rugby. Of course. The problem with the sevens is, you know, you think of COVID, you know, the problem is you've got a lot of players flying in, you've got a lot of players playing each other all yes. on one or two days. Yeah. It's a COVID nightmare. <laughs> no fans, which means that, you know, it, its TV audience was never that big. No, I agree. It's almost like advertising yeah. for rugby. So therefore, but seven, they can't afford it at the moment. Yeah. It'll come back. It'll come back. But eventually. It, eventually. But it'll, it'll have its time. And, and they've got to do something for the for the Olympic Games and yes, you know, in twenty twenty one. But I mean, imagine that twenty twenty one. You go into the Olympics, yeah, no and you, ha- games. you haven't played anything for for two years. Yeah, imagine if COVID gets into the Olympics. I I'm mean, sure that, it will. That is going to be very interesting, isn't it? No crowds in no. the Olympics. They're going to be biosecurity. It'll be the It'll be the most unfun Olympic Games ever to go yeah, to. Imagine the te- imagine how much money the TV rights will be. So many people are going to be watching it. The opening ceremony is going to be boring as. <laughs> Why? No crowd, eh? Do you yeah, know what but, I mean? It's going to be, yeah, a, it's the, going to be a, a absolute I don't blob. watch it on TV for the crowd. Yeah, oh, but, look how many people. Gosh, he looks good. She looks nice. No, but it's like atmosphere, mate. It's quite good to pick people out of the crowd, eh? It's atmosphere. The atmosphere is going to be dog. Absolute dog. They'll have fake noise and stuff like that, so it'll be happy. Hopefully they would have given that person some training. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was watching watching the Super Rugby League, Super League, over here, and actually they they had someone that knew what they were doing, and it sounded sounded pretty good. England seemed to be up to scratch. England seemed to be up to scratch. It's just those Kiwis that like get given the village. You know what are you doing on Saturday? Oh, do you want to come and do the crowd noise? I don't know. What what, what have I got? I just here's a phone, mate. Just keep pressing some buttons. But yeah, so I just don't think long term sevens will be affected. But yeah. you know, and that's another thing is getting these players in and out of countries. Sevens goes around the world. Exactly. Yeah. It so hops, doesn't it? you know, until that gets cleared up, it ain't going to happen. But it is a great game, and we will be interested to see what happens. But I'm so interested for this <laughs> moment. You've been looking forward to this moment all day, haven't you, Tony? I have. I had quite a few free periods today at school, <laughs> and boy, oh boy, did I use them well. So we are now going to announce our reserves. If you haven't listened to the last couple of podcasts, on our first week we did our backline. So yes. One of our great listeners, Ben Affleck, I believe it was, 
who is our wonderful quiz writer for uh, the Guess Who that we've been playing, said he'd... No, it was, it was it him? I'm not sure whether it was him. What, Ben Affleck? Yeah, was it Ben Affleck asked this question? Or was it someone else? I, I'm not not quite sure. But anyway, someone asked us... Um, no, pick, no, it's um, Sally, Dave Sally. Oh, Dave Sally. Sorry, Dave yeah. Sally. Asked us to pick our... Like a, our own teams yes. to our own Super us. Rugby franchise. A Super Rugby franchise. What's your franchise called? We might have to think about that next week. That could be very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> right, we need a rock paper scissors this off, don't yes. we? So, so anyway, we've done oh, our yeah. we've Sorry. done our backs. Last week we did our forwards, and now we're doing our bench. So yes. seven players. Seven. Yes. No, it's eight. Is it? Yeah. Is it eight? Yeah. Oh, good, excellent. So that player that I <laughs> crossed yeah. off, I'll. Have to it's eight, yeah. bring out. So again. you've got you've got um, you've got a the the forwards. You've got. Is it, no, I thought a, it was 20, three replacements. 20, I thought it was twenty two. It's three three. They've it's changed three match day squad. Yeah, I thought it was twenty two. Nah, mate. Whenever I've bought rugby shirts, I've only ever bought up to twenty two. <laughs> ah, twenty three even better. Well, Are you we'll sure? say twenty three. Are you sure about this? I'm almost hundred percent. No, I think it's twenty two. Nah, I think it's twenty two. No, you think if you think about it, yeah. You've got three replacements. You've got three front row placements. Yeah. You've got two other forwards, and you've got two backs. Oh, I think it's twenty-two, mate. So who are you cutting out? No, I'm not not cutting out anyone. If no, you, no. If but you're going twenty-three. I'm just saying. I think it's twenty-two. I think yeah. it's twenty-two. Twenty-two match day squad. You're saying twenty-three match day squad. Okay. Um. Okay. I I looked it up on uh, the Instagram. <coughs> yeah. And you got twenty-three. And I got twenty-three. Okay. That's fine. Well, we'll stick with 23, and if you're wrong, I'll just remind you of it. Okay. So we're going rock, paper, scissors? Yes. All right, you ready? Yes. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, you really can, damn it. <laughs> Every week. You're the easiest person to beat on rock, paper, scissors. Every week I go, scissors, <laughs> and you go, scissors, and then I go, scissors again, and you lose your nerve and go, paper. <laughs> Oh. Okay, I'm going to go first. <clears throat> I'm going to start with my replacement 10. Back reserve, and I'm going to say 10. Okay. Richie Mwanga, because I think off the bench, he is going to be my most potent player. Okay. So you're next up. Go yeah, from back, yeah? No, I'm going straight from front row, bang, 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 bang. Oh, I didn't I'm doing think it of differently. that. All right, so That's who are you going to go for, I'm mate? going um, Offa Tuingafasi. Very good, because I didn't have him. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. That's good. That's good. Okay, so he's my he's my front row replacement. Well, I don't need yours when I've got Joe Moody, mate. Oh, it's a good shout. Very good shout. <laughs> it's a very, As very good shout. As always. Okay, okay. So I've gone for Richie Mwanga and Joe Moody. Yes. And you, your second choice. So my second choice is uh, my replacement hooker. Now, I've gone for the, the Japanese fellow with the long hair, bringing a bit of diversity into my team, bringing the Japanese fan base to New Zealand. Okay. Shota Hore. He's not a bad player, yeah? but he's not as good as Malcolm Marks, is he? That's fine. That's okay. Please go over to YouTube. And watch, I thought you picked and Malcolm Marks. <laughs> Who'd you pick for your um? I picked last week. If you oh, you would picked remember. Jamie George, yeah, Jamie yeah. George. So if picked you can Dan go Coles. over to YouTube 
and watch Tony's face <laughs> when I mentioned. No. What about Cody Taylor, mate? No, nah, I don't like Cody Taylor. You no, know that. he doesn't like you either, apparently. Anyway, uh, up next. You're number three. No, because I've just chosen Malcolm Marks as first choice. So you get to choose next. Um, but I can. Nepo Lalala. Good. Good choice. Yeah. But again, not as good as my char- Charlie Falmawina. Oh, yeah. Charlie I take Falmawina. You okay, fine. Uh, now, my number, my rep- I'm going my replacement um, second row. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm not sure about this, but I'm going to go for my second choice, which is going to be Alan Wynne-Jones. Sorry, the pause is just, I'm just thinking, <laughs> what has he gone Alvin Jones yeah. for? Yeah, I think he's a great leader. He's a hard worker. He's a bit no, of a no, nickel I, no, player no, as well. I think he's good, mate, but yeah. I think he's passed it, and I don't think Super Rugby, I don't think he's passed it in 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 the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. But I think put him under Southern Hemisphere. I only want him for, quick, a, I only want him for a year. Oh, true. Yeah. No, that's a good shout then. Yeah. And he brings that leadership, doesn't yeah, he? exactly. Now I've gone for some more power. Okay. But but up but then I thought actually no, what do I need? I need off the bench. I need sparkiness yeah. off the bench. How do I get sparkiness off the bench? Well, I've got Richie Mawanga. Yeah. But who do I have with him? I've gone Faf de Klerk. Oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> about him as well, actually. <laughs> so just think, mate, when we're down a little bit, we need to change things up. Yeah. I'm gonna bring Faf and Richie off the bench. Yeah, quality. Yeah. It's good. I'm looking forward to hearing good. yours. Uh, so my, so I'm going for my. <laughs> so I've, I've done my four. I'm going for my last replacement of the forwards, mm-hmm. which is uh, Pablo Matera. Oh, jeez, that's a good <laughs> shout! Thank How you. we missed him off our teams last week. That's pretty poor of us, isn't it? Well, I, I, I've been saving him for my bench. I also went uh, potentially Underhill. Oh, it gets a good shout as yeah. well. Very injury prone. Yes. Uh, He'd probably do all right in my team because everyone's injured yeah, in my it's team. it's true. It's true. Now, I've, I'm going to pick this player, and I don't actually like this player, but he does cover a lot of areas. So Don't say who I think you're going to say. He's my replacement kicker, right? He's my replacement fullback. He's my replacement winger. Okay. He can play in the centers, right. and he could even play at 10. I'm going to cross I'm him I'm going to go for Geordie Barra yeah, off the bench. I'll but cross I, him I, off I, my list then. Eh? But I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I ain't going to play him unless I absolutely <laughs> have to. <laughs> he's going he's to be on the bench, and he's going to bloody stay there. <laughs> okay, so now I am going for my replacement scrum half. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to go Connor Murray. <laughs> He's a good player, mate, but... He's an absolute <laughs> dick. I got two more players. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually crying here. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, God. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you've lost the... I think you've lost the... Okay. I also had Brad Webber. Oh, yeah. No, no mm. that was... 
That would have been a better choice. Okay. I'm bringing diversity. I've bringing the world for, to New Zealand. I've gone for someone who I think could play in the loose forwards. Okay. But could also play in the second row. And I've oh, also yeah. got Toji, who's currently playing in my second row, yeah. who could play as a loose forward. I'm going Shannon Frizzell. Yeah, good shout. Off the bench. Good shout. I was going to have him uh, in the Pablo Matera era, but mm. didn't think of that. Um, my replacement midfield player yes. is uh, Maroney. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing so much? It's not actually that funny. I'm just, I'm just like, you know when you get that point, you, know, you should have laughed, but you can't stop yourself. No, he's a good player. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's a very he's good solid. Player. Yeah, no, more than solid. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, you can't say that. Yeah, you know, he's more. Than, no, he's a good player. You know what? Actually, he was someone when he was playing for either Argentina or the Jaguares. Yeah. Who always caused opposition's trouble. His only issue was he couldn't really pass. <laughs> he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. Just straight through. Yeah. <laughs> You've got. Have you got? Well, you've got one more. I've got one more. I'm going Billy Bonapola. Oh, village. Yeah, village. Sorry, I'm, I'm losing the part. Village. Sweet. I'm yeah. the I can't believe you've picked Billy Bonapola. Oh, power off the bench. Injury mate. prone. Yeah, but I've got enough cover, mate. I've got enough cover. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. And you think about it, right? Because I went Geordie. Yeah. As a. He can't well. play number eight. As, as, well, <laughs> he's played everywhere else. But um, it just freed me up to go more forwards. So I've had basically an extra forward yeah. in there, which means hopefully they can work a bit harder and I can chuck them on mm. a bit earlier. Okay. Well, my last player is Elliot Daly. Oh, that is a good shot. Long-range kicker as it well. It was going to be Geordie Barrett. <laughs> was it going to be yeah. Geordie Barrett? Yeah, but th- yeah. I actually think in a lot of respects... He can play in the centres. Yes. I could Wing mold fullback. him. Yeah. He's probably an arguably a better centre than Geordie will ever be. Yeah, I agree. And he's got a fantastic toe. Oh, yeah. He's quick. He's very, very quick. Shows more toe than a Roman sandal. He certainly does. He is. He's actually surprisingly quick for... You wouldn't... What I'm trying to say is when you look at him, you wouldn't think he's going to be really rapid. rapid. Yeah, I agree. He doesn't have that, that normal build... Of uh, someone who's that fast. That is so interesting now. So the other things mm. that we've got to do is my team are going to be dressed in black. Yes. Your team are going to be dressed in? Oh, white, I don't know. White No, you? not white. Actually, not white. No, because then they'd look like England, which is village. Uh, I'll go black. <laughs> you go, uh, Surely they can uh, be the same colour. Dark grey. Dark grey. <laughs> Grey. If you're going to go black, no. do you want to go black? No, well, it doesn't matter. I'll go red. Okay, red. It could be red and black. Poverty Bay's red. Poverty Bay? Yeah. Very nice. Um, And team names? I haven't thought of that. No, neither have I. That's next week. Can I just go New Zealand A? <laughs> I'll go New Zealand <laughs> A+. plus. <laughs> okay, and the last question we've got from our listeners... Uh, I'm just bringing it up here. I've got to do bed put soon, bud. <laughs> Is, hang on, I've got to zoom out. Ah, yes, this was a really good question, and it was a very, very true. One of the All Blacks' biggest strengths is the depth in squad. Yeah. But 
Could this be a weakness also? I'd love to hear your views on who should start in the following positions. Six, uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You can see there that, you know, there's so many options, but it's not necessarily a good thing. So at six. At six, you've got Shannon Frizzell. Shannon Frizzell, Dylan Papali'i. Yeah. And really Callum Grace. So... You know, Stephen's going to be, play Stephen's gonna be Sam Kane, isn't it? Akira Yuani? You could play Akira Potentially. Iwane. Yeah. But you'd probably say those others are maybe not Callum Grace. No. Hoskins to Tutu, I don't think you could play at six. No. He's going to be eight, isn't he? Or yeah. Artie Sevier's going to be eight. They'll, they'll fight it out for eight. Yeah. If Artie Sevier plays eight, then it frees up who's going to be six, doesn't it? Because, you know, Artie Sevier will start. You'd, you'd hope so. Yeah. I'm going to say Shannon Frizzell. Yeah, I agree. I think Shannon Frizzell six, Sam Kane seven, and Artie Severe eight. Yep. What about at ten? Is it Bowden Barrett or is it Richie Mwanga? Oh, you've got to have Bowden Barrett. I think you have to go Bowden yeah. Barrett. Yeah. And the next big question is: Will Jordan, D Mac, or Geordie at fullback? Because depending on what happens there, it is depending on. I reckon you put Will Jordan on the wing. You're saying Will Jordan on one wing? Or, or he comes off the bench as cover for fullback slash wing. The problem is, is that who's going to cover fullback? It's going to be Bowden Barrett. Who, When, when Richie Mirwanger comes on, they'll stick Bowden Barrett back. I so guess I actually, have him on them. I just think that actually Will Jordan will play on the wing. You're right. He'll play on the wing. Yeah. But who who's going to go on the other wing? Is it going to be Sivir Reese? Is it going to be Clark? Clark. Or are they going to play Rico Ioane? I think they've got to play Rico Ioane at 13. Yes, I agree. And if they play him at 13, who are they going to play at 12? Lamape. Lamape. He's back in the squad. He is back in the squad. But I don't think you could play Lamape and Rico together. Oh, I reckon Rico's matured. I oh, know. I think Rico's matured. Yeah. But, but I'm not Ma- sure Lamarpe about Lamape, who's mm. going to f- distribute the ball who's well gonna, enough. Who's going to wander... All over the place, yeah. yeah. I see Lamarpe coming off the bench. Yeah, shout. And I see Who would you someone have? like, and I know that I've mentioned this good before, Goodhue. Good Anton Leonard-Brown. See, for me, I don't think you could play Anton Leonard-Brown and, and Rico. Rico. Mm, shout. So for me, it's Jack Goodhue, calming yeah. influence. Yeah. Rico outside, then Lamarpe comes on when you want to open up a can of whoop-ass on the opposition. Oh. Mate, let's just review this weekend's matches. And I am so excited that this weekend we've got some international rugby. The All Blacks. When's the actual game, though? When's the game in this country? Sunday at 3 a.m. in the morning. Okay, let's have a look on the Sky Sports app. Uh, Sharks versus Lions. I can't see the Sharks losing. No. Sharks versus Lions. Sharks to win, I yes. think. I have no idea about the Cheetahs and Pumas. And no idea about the Bulls and the... The Bulls and the... What, mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greeks. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll say that the only 
dead set for me is the Sharks winning there. It's going to be interesting seeing these guys play, actually, to be fair. I mean, the Sharks might not win, and the Lions could, and they're a decent yeah, outfit, true. but yeah. you'd, you'd guess the Sharks will win I on agree. the form pre, pre-COVID. pre Yes. But who do you think is going to win the New Zealand-Australian match? Are there crowds? I think there, yes, are, there crowds. are crowds. Yeah, uh, New Zealand, New Zealand but to win by how much? By six. New I by six. reckon New Zealand will beat them by a little bit more. Okay. in the first game, I'm going to say by fifteen. Gosh, yeah, I can't wait. We're going to be watching international rugby together with crowds, hand in hand, <laughs> with a cup of tea, cup of tea, and possibly a bacon signing. <gasps> At three o'clock in the morning. No, not that early. <laughs> are we going to record it? We are going to record what it. What time are we getting up? Seven. No. Yeah. Make it 7.30. All right, 7.30 it is. Oh, no, go eight then. <laughs> I'm always leaving. Um, that's going to be really interesting. I, I can't see New Zealand not winning yes. the first one up, especially. The only thing is, you know, element of surprise, yeah. Australia are going to have that. But I just think that they're inexperienced team might struggle in that first match yeah. and then I think they'll get better and better from from that well it's again it's a it'll be a bit of a guessing game won't it you know oh, Dave yeah, Rennie's yeah. first game yeah. as well yes so we'll, we'll wait and see but we can't wait to watch it it's going to be amazing when do you think Sail Sharks are going to play tomorrow no you don't think so I think Sail Sharks are not going to play do you think they'll get a point each but it's not enough for them, is it? No, exactly. But do you think that's what's going to happen? Yeah. Game cancelled, point each. I'm not even sure whether they'll get a point each. or just okay. be match abandoned. That means that Exeter are in first, Wasp yeah. in second, Bristol are in third, and, and Bath, Bath sneak in in fourth. By a Nats whisker. And to be fair, <laughs> that is going to be one heck of some semi-finals because if Exeter play Bath, that's no given. No. Definitely with Exeter, probably one eye on the on the, on the yeah. European, and if they win that, then happy days. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Wasp versus Bristol, which arguably Bristol would probably go in favourites for that. You'd think so. But again, Wasps have been playing amazing <coughs> rugby. So it's going to be interesting to see. That's all i got to say. We'll find out. We eh? might actually be enjoying Premiership Rugby Topes. Maybe it's a huge not. call. It's a <laughs> huge call. Now, guess what time it is? Yes. If you guess who, do you have a clue? So these ones have come from, again, Ben Affleck. Thank you okay. very much, Ben. Yeah. Cheers, Ben. Uh, and this is his World Cup Paul B teams. Paul B were the 19, uh, 2019 World Cup squads, Canada, Namibia, South Africa, New Zealand, and Italy. So... Are you ready for the first clue? I'm remembering I'm born that, ready, mate. Remembering that I won last week on a, I, te- on a technicality. No, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, so this comes from the Pumas Curry Cup 2008-2013, uh, so obviously South Africa. Uh, 73 appearances and 40 points. Okay. We may struggle because it's South African. Yes. South African Barbarians. No, not a clue. 2012, one appearance, zero points. Painting a picture of possibly a forward. Yes. So far. 
Free State, 2013-2014, eight appearances and no points. Now I'm starting forward. to think definitely a forward. Free State Cheetahs Curry Cup, uh, 2014-2017, 21 appearances and five points. So obviously this player made the World Cup squad. Yes. Yeah, obviously. Yes. <laughs> That's what it said in the title anyway. <laughs> Cheetahs, 2014-2018, 69 appearances and 80 points. I have absolutely no idea. No, not a Scooby-Doo. Namibia, 2014 to current. I don't know many Namibian players, mate. (laughs) Can you name me one? (laughs) No, no, no. no. (laughs) 2014 to current. Mind you, you you know, they're not even going to be that big a player, are they? No. Bayonne. 2018 to current, 39 appearances, 30 points. Do you have any idea? Nope. Torsten van der something. Nice. D- yeah, no. no idea. No. Fingers crossed. This one's from New Zealand. Shall we go for it? Okay. Pumas. Oh. <laughs> this could be a damn squid. <laughs> Pumas Curry Cup. Okay. 2012-2015. Uh, 59 appearances and 20 points. Lions, 2014-2017. Hopefully we do know this one. Uh, 65 appearances and 72 points. Potentially but, a kicker. No, no. They'd, they'd get way more points than that. How's he got 72 then? 65 appearances. <clears throat> oh, yeah, no. Okay. Golden Lions Curry Cup, 2016. One appearance, zero points. South Africa, 2016 to current, 30 appearances and 20 points. Okay. Golden Lions, again, we've got no chance here. We've got no <laughs> chance. How many more we got? Oh, one more. Oh, God. Golden Lions, 2017, uh, two appearances and zero points. Sharks, Sale Sharks. 2017 to current, 42 appearances and 136 points. I don't know. No. Oh, ridiculous. Who is it? Faf de Klerk. We no. should have known. We should have known. Actually, if I had a thought about that, I would have known. I would have thought he would have. Yeah. Faf de Klerk. That is wow. terrible. Well, not really. Because I didn't know that we you don't... played for the Sale Sharks. Yeah. But load, pretty much the whole South African <laughs> team does. Right. This is the last one. Okay. I, I'm this gonna, is do or die. I'm going to pick the New Zealand column to give us a half a chance now. Okay. 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 So whatever one it is. So this is, I'm not going to go for that one. Here we go. Canterbury, 2016. Um. 12 appearances and 123 points. 2016. 12 appearances and 123 points. And he was in the... I know who this is. I think I know who this is. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I do. I'm going to go to the next one. 2016. 12 appearances. 12 appearances. And 123 points. <laughs> That's a lot. I think I know who this is, but I, I, I would hate 
to go early <laughs> and then go home empty-handed. Okay, next one, next one. You you, you don't want to go. Next one. Okay. Oh. Is this on a spanner? No, New Zealand, under-20s, 2016, seven appearances and 76 points. I, I think I know who this is. <laughs> the silence is golden here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Okay. I'm going to lock in my Are you going to lock in? Do you want to go gonna anyone? Lock in. Well, I don't know if he did or not. Just trying to figure out how old they actually are. Yeah. Because two come to mind, but I'm not sure if he actually played then or not. I'm going to lock in. Are you going to lock in? Yes. Okay. But I, I have to say I'm not 100% sure. No. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Because uh, I've got two names. Can I say my two names so we can mm. kind of discuss it? Well, that might feed me, though. It could. But I think I should lock in and say mine. Okay. And and But you have to... You can't then... Okay, fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to say Geordie Barrett. Oh, that's who I was going to say. Because my two were either Geordie Barrett or Richie Mwanga, but I don't think Richie's old enough. And I... Because that's who I was honestly going to go for. So should we go? So 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 I've gone Jordy Barrett. Yeah, you didn't actually lock in. Oh, but you could, you've got me on a technicality. You've got me on a technicality. You can't say you. You were like, well, I've got two. Yes, and but I, I didn't want to lock in. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've locked in, so I could be wrong, and uh, you could well, you're go not down. Wrong, no, it's I could be, because it could be Richie Mwanga. It's not though, is it? Should we go? When did Richie Mwanga come into the Crusaders? Well, well, I the only problem is is that Jordy Barrett came into the Canterbury. Right, Jordy Barrett score that many points? Okay, so I've that, lo- that, but that's that's what yeah, I mean. Okay, did Jordy Barrett? Okay, in so I'm locking games, in Richie Mwanga then. Do you want to, you, you, you can did, lock, you can go another one. You can go as many as you want now because oh. I've not said Richie Mwanga. It will make it more interesting. I'll lock in Richie Mwanga. It'll make right. it more interesting, won't it? Hurricanes, 2017. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Sixty appearances, three hundred and sixty-six points. Score a lot of points. New Zealand, two thousand and seventeen. <laughs> To current, 17 yeah. appearances, 73 points. South Island. Yeah, because he played for the South Island. One appearance and 18 points. Yeah. Did he play? He did. Yeah. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Because he, he obviously yeah. did. Canterbury. Taranaki. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, got it right. So yeah. I'm right, I know. Jordy Barrett, mate. Jordy Barrett, come on. You got me on a technicality there. I reckon if you listen back to this podcast, you would agree that you were not sure. Well, neither were you. No, I wasn't sure, but I was, I was sure I reckon. I reckon if we had gone one, three, two, two three. three. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well. Maybe next time we need to do that, but congratulations. <laughs> Far <laughs> out. Should we say it's a draw? No. Uh, I'm happy you to- You can take the win. I'm happy to say it's a draw. No, I'm, I'm humble enough to say, well done. Gracious, I should say. <laughs> anyway, it's been a heck of a podcast again, mate. I tell you what, you've been full of giggles. You I haven't stopped bloody laughing, eh? I, I lost the plot there for a while. <laughs> I do apologise. Just when you went, I had to, I didn't see at all you saying Alan Jones no. and then Colin Murray. I, I Connor had, Murray. Connor? Colin? Connor. Connor Murray. So, I don't really like him, actually. <laughs> 
I reckon I, uh, Luke, who's going to do those teams, it's going to be really interesting to see who wins those games. Yeah. So Luke... Um, because I had Brad Webber, Connor Murray. I think, Connor, I think in the game, Connor Murray will have more points, as in player rating points, yes. than Brad Webber. I think Alan Wynne-Jones will have more player rating points than Patrick Tuipulotu, <gasps> who I was going to... Oh pick. wow! Why did didn't I thought you picked him last week, Patrick nah. Tupelotu? No, nah, I didn't. know. Oh, I should have had him. <laughs> I definitely should have had him. Should have. He, he can play at six or yeah. second row. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. You know, I I thought about a bit of player ratings here on the game. Yeah, you played the game. I played you? the game. Con- Connor Murray is a good starter. I'm not sure whether he'd be that sparky off the bench. That's why I wouldn't have chose someone like him. But I, I would I would have respected massively if you had chosen him as your starting yeah. line. Oh, I still can because he's in my reserves. He is in your reserves. You can just say, hey, you're dropped and you're in, mate. Exactly. Very true. Great box kicker. Yeah. Scans the field well. Yeah. Good defender. Good, good organiser. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very true. Anyway, mate, as always, yes. it's been an absolute pleasure entertaining yeah, our never a chore. wonderful listeners. Uh, for a full hour and it's a marathon. It's been a marathon today. It's been a marathon. How long has it been? I, don't, I think it's about an hour and sixteen minutes. Oh gosh! Oh, that's action. why I'm so knackered, eh? <laughs> but until next week, yes. Sayonara. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.